Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Real Estate Life. My name is Rob Edgerly. I'm a team leader with EXP Realty. We're at Main Life Real Estate. And today I am joined by a fellow EXPer, uh, team leader with the uh, Stasic Group out of Ohio. And uh, somebody I, I met through a long time ago. We're going to talk about that, but I'm excited to be joined today by uh, Joel Hollow. Welcome, Joel. What's up, man? Thank you so much. And I absolutely love that intro. I need I need to get an intro for myself. Yes, you do. You do. Thanks, man. I, I um that's one of the fun things about this is I get I like to watch that and you know, you know, pump up in the morning, throw that on, right? <laughs> that's exactly right. I love it. No, honestly, thank you so much for the opportunity. I absolutely love it and looking forward to seeing what we can bring to the table. Awesome. All right. Well, so let's let's uh let's see if we match up here. Right. First time we met, uh, I think was four years ago, five years ago, maybe at where, where where's your recollection of that so for me it was it was uh an egs exponential growth summit yep all right and so you and i got we were sitting right next to each other exactly exactly and, uh, i don't know how many years ago i couldn't figure that out i kept trying to rack my brain i want to it had to have been four or five six years ago something like that yeah. Uh, yeah, that was the very first time. And then you and I sat next to each other and we were kind of collaborating in and out. And I was asking you questions because, you know, you had things in your business that we wanted to implement. And then you were doing the same thing with us. And it was uh, and then here we are right years later. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I uh, remember. And as we were preparing today, I'm like, I was trying to think back to when that was. And it was exactly that. We sat down and that's why you go to these uh, these seminars and these conventions. Right. As you never know who you're going to meet. Yep. And uh, it it turned, you know, we were sitting there chatting about what was going on. It was cool. And I love those, those uh, just random exchanges that you can have. And then all of a sudden you find out that, you know, you're in business together down the road. I never would have expected that as uh, about that? being part of EXP. That's uh, so cool. And, and part of a larger, um, you know, mastermind group. It was pretty, uh, it's pretty awesome. So thanks for, um, well, thanks for being that guy because I, one of those things about you that was, uh, you know, when you meet friendly people and people that you know want to help and are engaged and business minded, that was, you know, that's why we were, we were uh, connecting. So that was uh, that was great. Glad, glad you're here. Glad I met you. No, absolutely, man. And I'm glad too. why don't you give everybody a little bit of background on where you're at? Because I know we've there's a couple different things you've done. And let's start with what you're doing right now. Oh, um, yeah. So, OK, so. Fast forward through all of the garbage that I went through since I got licensed in 08. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's a lot. That's like that, that's like the the tombstone, right? The born on the and then the dead, right. that dash. That's that's what I feel like I've been through. So um, we, I'm, I'm here in Cleveland, Ohio. My, my business partner is uh, Al Stasic, and uh, we run a team of about 40 real estate agents, three full time employees, um, and we see a huge benefit of, of running a team. Um, and I think that we, we really do have it dialed in and I'm not being biased. I mean, we are, we're in the, the, um, we try to change people's lives. You know, what, what changed us when we moved over to EXP was, you know, we were, we were a team of 10 agents and I called them the Navy SEALs. Uh, they were, they were the best of the best. We were highly accountable, highly trained, very militant. And, um, and that's, and, and, and but their success showed all of that. And then when we came over to EXP, and this wasn't a bad thing, this was actually a good thing, we started attracting a bunch of agents at all different levels. And it actually, it, it, it bugged me at first. Like, it was like, no, this is not what we were doing. This is not what we've, what we've been successful with. Let's, put, let's pump the brakes. What's going on? And then Al and I sat down and we're like, this is the new model. Like, we, like our, our, our motto changed to the more agents on our team, the more lives that we could change. And so I don't care if you're a stay-at-home mom, mother of five, and you only want to sell six houses a year versus you. this is your full-time job, your family relies on this, and you need to close 40 to 50 transactions a year. We got your back on everything. And so uh, they always laugh because they call me DJ Joel, where I have these little dial buttons, and I'm able to like tweak their business according to what they need, and we provide those services to them to help them hit those goals. And then obviously to supersede them, but... I want to meet them where they're at. And so a lot of things change for us. So that's currently where we're at. Um, I mean, we grew in the last three years very fast. It went from 10 agents to 40. Um, so, but it, it was like, obviously COVID put a plateau on that for a lot of sure. people, but still, I mean, that's not an excuse. It's just, it's what a lot of us were faced with. And 
So that's kind of where we're at now with the team. We had we have benefits of lead generation. Uh, we have some of the best systems out there. We believe um, we've tweaked them. You know, we have closing coordination, stagers, photographers, uh, and then the one thing that we've added a couple years ago was social media. Uh, we we brought on a uh, a social media expert that helps our agents take it to the next because. Truthfully, besides training and lead generation, the next thing that agents struggle with is their social media presence. So we we had the advantage of having Andrea on our team and she just kills it with them. That's awesome. This is um well this is interesting. I didn't think we would even touch on this, but it sounds like um we have a similar well, not similar size, because we're just we just hit 20. Um, but that ramped right up and we decided that we would not and we used to think okay this is going to be small like lean and mean and i think it's you know it's probably our current structure with our with exp as well is like okay we can blow this up even further and maybe we can help more people i love that you know more people more lives um more agents equals more lives uh changed or uh impacted right yeah i mean we want to help everybody hit their goal no matter what it is if it's going if, if you want to get to disney this year with your kids like I want to help you do that. If you if you want to do an in ground pool in your backyard and your backyard oasis, that's going to cost a, a good penny. I want to help you get to that as well. Yeah, that's a great point. And and you know we just attracted somebody to our team that um, was on another team, and she had an opportunity to go back to work for a company after you know post COVID. Brought her back to so that she could ramp up and do both. And yeah. while like you know while we like to have people that are full time, this other team was going to cut her loose. They don't do that. And you know I I just think that a lot of us started out part time in this business. And while we know that real long term success comes when you fully commit to it, sometimes you need that bridge. And oh. um, people did different things. So to, to your point, I I love that you guys are open to that. Oh yeah, yeah. And it, once again, it changed. It was hard. It was a hard uh, teaching the the old dog new tricks. And man, it was tough for me, but it was so rewarding. Um, it, it's so rewarding when you have my very first meeting with a brand new agent that we're either onboarding or that we just onboarded is what we call, call a clarity session. And it's about mm -hmm. an hour, hour and a half. And I go over the details. Like I want to get down and dirty with your, with your personal stuff. How much money do you want to put in your pocket in the next 12 months? I want to know what you're going to do with that money. Um, and I'm going to lay out a blueprint backwards with you based on what you have in your life right now. And then what we could add as a team, I'm going to lay a blueprint out. That's very attainable of what the next month, what the next two months, three months look like. And it's going to be like, you know, almost like a paint by numbers. Here's what you got to do every day on repeat. Right now. What if they don't do that? Um, so a couple different things. It's almost, you know, the analogy that I use is it's like, that's where the coaching comes in. Okay. One of the other big things that we offer is that I jump on a coaching call with them every single week. It's the the plane leading from Cleveland going to Vegas. If you're one degree off, you're either ending up in Seattle or Mexico. And so what we want to make sure is that that's what people's business do. That's why so many agents get out of the industry within the first year is because they feel that it's not working, but they're just not guided properly. And what do they do when they're, when they're that one degree off? They retreat. They go back. They're like, I'm out. This is not working. As opposed to tweaking that all throughout your whole entire, you know, the first part of your career to get you on that right guideline to hit your destination. Right. Love that. What, are you meeting with them one-on-one -on -one once a week or, or with the group? One-on-one. -on -one. So, so all of our new agents, I don't meet with all of our agents one-on-one. Uh, -on -one. So we do group training. Um, mm -hmm. And then we obviously have our, well, not obviously, I'm, I'm sure you knew about it, but we have our huddle call every single morning with our agents. So we're connecting with them that way. But the new agents that join our team, I put them on an eight, eight week coaching program. And so mm -hmm. every week for eight weeks is, is they're on repeat. And I check in, tell me what was good. Tell me what you're struggling with. You know, and, and here's the best thing, tr truthfully, from a leadership perspective is what can we doing? What can we be doing better internally? to help you better or to help you hit your goals, you know, and it's, it's, right. it's great to hear their feedback. I mean, it's one of our core values is that open and honest communication. Yeah. I, I love that. One of the things we're going to talk about here today is lead conversion. How do we, you know, you, we get all these things, whether you buy leads for your team or you're out a, a solo agent uh, bringing in leads and posting something, maybe you know, we just listed a property and we put about a property boost and we get some leads to come in. What do we do with those leads and how do we uh, talk? Let's talk about conversion. 
<laughs> and honestly, this is honestly my favorite topic because I, I feel that I, here, I just got off a training with 70 agents in Atlanta and nice. they, uh, one of the agents raised their hand and said, Hey, you know, I, I got this lead source and I was thinking about doing this, this, um, you know, generating these leads. And I said, okay, cool. Let's talk about like the cost. I want to know cost per lead and everything. And it's actually a really good cost per lead. But when it all boiled down to, I said, listen, I'm not trying to be rude. I'm just being re real with you right now. Are you going to actually call these leads? Are you going to put forth all of that effort? Because anybody can generate leads, but it's the conversion that matters. And then it's, it's and it's not just a one and done, which is what most agents do. <clears throat> you know, and it, it's, it's, it goes back to effort. It's the effort. It's, you know, my coach, John Kitchens always says, you got to get used to the dull, the boring, the repetitive nature of our business and put it on suds, rinse and repeat and do it again and again and again, and just trust that process. And so as far as the lead generation goes, and I'll, I'll dive even more into this, but if you're, if you're converting leads, it starts with effort. You got You just got to do it. Right. And then you've got to have that mindset. And, you know, if a lot of people, you know, I, I always, when I'm doing this presentation, I put up a picture of whether you like him or not, Conor McGregor and where he, he walks into the ring and he does, you know, he has, he has a strut that he does and it's called the billionaire strut, the billionaire with a B, right? That's, that's mindset. That's how we need to walk into, I'm going to convert these leads and I'm going to, I'm going to come, you know, I'm confident in it. But what kills our confidence is that what the mindset of the consumer feels of a real estate agent, right? How un, untrained, un, incompetent, and the, the key word, irrelevant. Right. So, so when you're utilizing all these systems, and, and I, I'll, I'll tell, tell you guys how to like convert at the highest level possible, and it's proven, and I even have stats to back it up, um, is it's being relevant. It's, it's having scripting the way that a lead or the consumer wants, right? Because they have a mindset of what we are. And I want to differentiate myself from those traditional agents who they feel that we are. I'm going to differentiate myself and I'm going to show them how, you know, I'm an expert. And I love it because I, whenever I do live trains or anything, there's always somebody in the crowd that, that gives me pushback at the word expert. And, oh, yeah, you call yourself an expert, but what really are you doing to you know, make yourself an expert. And honestly, it boils down to one thing. Are we honing our, our business or are we, you know, training ourselves and constantly in constant pursuit of the best version of ourselves and understanding the market? You know, and I, it, that's what it boils down to it. Are we training and are we being relevant? Because it's almost like people aren't confident when they make phone calls or they prospect because they don't understand, not, they don't know the market. When I'm calling in a certain area and I already know the stats. I already know there's 48 houses only there's only 48 houses that are active on the market. And the average sales price went from this to this last year, you know, to this year. And this is what people are getting on average, the list price to sales price. I already know all that. And so your confidence grows. And when you're able to spit that stuff out, the consumer feels that. And it is a different experience. But yes. We, go ahead. No, no, I'm I'm my mind is racing. It was on uh, I'm my 17-year-old, almost 18-year-old daughter, just graduated high school, getting ready to go off to college. I said, come into the office. Let's, we're going to put you to work. We have some college to pay for here. So let's let's open up the CRM and get you doing some phone calls. And so I, I, know it's, I was excited that we were going to talk today because, you know, as I do that and we start talking through scripts and, you know, how do we – can we have leads that we've purchased. One, she didn't want to do it. So there's a whole – that's a whole – mindset i like the i'm gonna have the teacher of the billionaire strut yeah uh, but how do we increase our um our chances of actually converting somebody and it sounds like what you're talking about is starting with scripts saying the right things what and, let's go there yeah so and it's also called preferred method of communication this is where most mm -hmm. agents know this but they don't do it which cracks me up and then i'll train on it and they still won't do it and they won't do it and they won't do it to me and say, oh, these leads are garbage. Okay, cool. Talk about it. And so um, you, you got to remember, here's why they're garbage. Because it is hard to, to when, when, when it's overwhelming to pick up the phone and, and, and call. Because right. what we're doing is, is we're making it complex in between our ears. 
And when we do that, we're making excuses on why we don't want to do it. And, right. and, and our confidence level decreases. It's like anything, going to the gym. I'm going to give you every excuse in the world why I'm not going to go across the street from my office and <laughs> open that door for 30 minutes and go to that gym because I'm just so busy. But I'm making it complex in my mind when we all know that we all have time to do that kind of stuff. Um, right. And it's the baby steps. You don't want to overwhelm yourself. So number one, the goal of a conversation, right? Well, the goal of lead generation is to have a conversation. That's all I want to do. I just want to have a conversation, but that lives in all different shapes, sizes, and forms. That could live in a call, in a text, in an email, in a message, a video. That that's a, Those are conversations because it's the perfect right. method for the consumer at the time. Right. So I want to have those conversations. And then when you do have the conversations, your skills take over and you want, you have two goals out of a conversation at that point. And that's to either set the appointment or set a nurture. When most agents focus on number one, which is set the, the appointment. And when they, when this, when they don't listen and the person says, no, we're not good. We're, we're going to wait about six months until next year. They don't hear that because agents are not following up with it. They're focused on the right now. I want to, you know, have that like, immediate gratification and if it's not that they're out so it's and and i don't like that so do you want to me to dive into the kind of the the outline of a conversation uh, or do you want me to talk in the preferred methods of communication first um maybe the let's go to preferred methods because i think that's that's interesting there's there's a debate that you know it's got to be the phone and then some people are just like just drip on it through email and um, text has been all, has been talked about at a high level in recent years. So, um, and I, I'm guessing that's kind of what you what you mean by preferred method of communication. Yeah, and so so here's what like and and there's stats out there that talk about dials and dials and dials. And I am not here to bash any company by any means, but the archaic dinosaur way of training agents to let's go make a hundred dials a day. So how about this? You go make 100 dials a day. And I get there There are, if you're ever slow in business, pick up the phone and make 100 dials, you will get something from that. But I right. will put, I'll put my 100 texts up against your 100 dials, and I guarantee you I will get more conversation or responses than you will based on your 100 dials. And so there's a preferred method of communication. So if, if and you said it, we all have a CRM, okay? We're all, you know, in this industry – Everybody, for the most part, has a CRM and utilizes it, but whether it's from your brokerage or your own. And right. But they get leads, and then they leave them there. And they rely on, okay, I might call it one time, and then I'm going to let my drip campaign do its job. And what I call them is I said, congratulations, you got a CRM, you got leads, and you got a great drip campaign. You're basically a kung fu ninja. Congratulations. <laughs> However... How many Kung Fu Ninjas do we know that are that are multimillionaires? Right? We got one. Bruce Lee. Right. Maybe Chuck Norris, if he is. And then the, the Kung Fu Panda, you know, the Disney movie. That's about all. That's all I got. Right. But if, you're, if you have a CRM and you got leads and you're using what I'm about to go over, which is all different methods of communication again and again and again, you're a UFC fighter. You know, back to Conor McGregor. And now, because what a Kung Fu master knows is one one area of expertise, right? Mindset, yes, great, but it's one area. When the UFC fighter is going to, you know, they're going to stand up and, and you know, go toe-to-toe with you. They're going to take you to the ground and be able to handle you that way. They're going to be able to punch you or grapple, whatever it is. Now, how many multimillionaires do we know that are UFC fighters? Because they're well-rounded. That's what we need to be in our business is well-rounded. So, Top five methods of communication, and hear me out, and I will dissect these. You have to call, and you have to leave voicemail. That's number one. Texting, number two, follow up with a text every single time, and I will give you the right voicemail to leave here in a second. Email is number three, and these are not in order, by the way. I'll give you those stats. Yeah. Here's one that, that hardly anybody's using, a video. Shoot a video via email and via text. Yes. It's a lineability. And like I said, I will dissect this. And then last, let's get creepy. Shoot them a social media message. Everybody creeps on Facebook. You know, there's no, there's no getting around that. 
Go yeah. creep and, and send them a message. What's the worst that they could do? We like yell at you for doing that. Listen, I'm an aggressive agent. I'm just, it, I'm, I'm sure you're aware of the current market conditions and I'm sure that you really want an aggressive agent on your side that's going to be able to negotiate and have your back like I am trying to just reach out to you. Imagine how I'm going to negotiate on your behalf at that point. So right. let them like give pushback, but understand that it's not being a creep. I am doing everything in my power to try to convert at the highest level. But those are touches. So that's what you want to focus on is the lead comes in. I want to touch them in all aspects and do it again and again and again. And so the call and the voicemail. So we all know that what's the chances of somebody, I call the lead, what's the chances of them answering the phone? Oh, God. Like having just called 50 this morning, we had no pickups. So I'm going to guess one, two percent. Yeah, right. It sucks right now. But and, and, and it does because of a couple things is that even real estate agents don't answer their phone when somebody's calling that they don't know, let right. alone now. Now, the iPhone, if, if everybody's using an iPhone or majority of people, the caller ID that they have placed. Now you get unknown caller. You have a lot of stuff that's blocking out a number and it's making it more difficult. But right. you leave the voicemail that number one, always identify yourself. So I preach honesty in everything that we do as real estate agents. And if you ever want to lose rapport with somebody, don't tell them you're a real estate agent. Okay. I, 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 I won't, and this is going to sound really horrible, but I've had a person in the last two weeks call me no short of four times and they leave me the same voicemail and it says, Hey Joel, this is so-and-so, um, you know, give me a call. I just have something to go over with you. Mm. No, no. Tell, tell me more. You know, or, or, you know, and that, and that's what the consumer is. The consumer doesn't, they don't need you until they need you because they have everything at their fingertips. So the agent that gets the job is the agent that they talk to last. So I want to be the last agent that they talk to. Right. So, so the, the, the voicemail basically is, Hey, this is Joel with EXP Realty. And you know, uh, the reason for my calls, I saw you on my website, taking a look at homes in this area. I had a couple questions, but I also have information about these homes that you're not going to be able to find online, right? I got something of value. Now they have to reach back out to me because they're like, who is this Joel guy and what has he got? So I got information about these homes that you're not going to be able to find online. Or if you guys want something else of value to add, say, I got a great app that's actually a backstage pass to my MLS. And I just wanted you know to make sure that I sent this link over to you so you can search the MLS. It's actually very user-friendly. Uh, and sometimes you're going to find some homes that are not even yet on the market in this app. So I wanted to be able to get that over to you. But listen, I know that you're probably busy. And if texting is a little bit better, I'm also going to shoot you a text right now. Um, so just let me know. That, that voicemail has to go out with the ending of, I know you're probably busy. So if, uh, if it's a better way to communicate, I'm also going to shoot you a text. And then you follow it up. Yeah. Efficiency is the key, right? It's it, any email or text. If you are leaving a book, you lose. If, if you're keeping it short and sweet, and if you have a signature at the bottom of every text, get it off of there because it will get annoying, right? You know, it'll, 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 it'll keep seeing it and seeing it and seeing it. So, you know, keep it short and sweet. Hey, this is Joel. Just left you a VM regarding your home search. When's a good time to talk? Question mark. That's it. Short and sweet. They love efficiency. And so therefore I'm going to conform and align myself to what they are looking for in this current market. So texting is going to be the biggest thing. And once again, I have some uh, really cool stats here. In the next, um, next piece of information, email. Some of the best emails are, they're called nine word emails. It's not, this is my website. This is my resume. This is my background. This is how many people I helped. Here's some reviews. No, it's, it's not nine words exactly, but it's close. So imagine if you sent this and your signature was preformed and it said sent from my iPhone, even though it wasn't. Imagine if it was. So it looks like you took time out of your busy day to send them a message. And the number one subject line that's being opened right now is, hey, all capitals with an exclamation point. <laughs> so, hey, they open it up. And then it says, just got done with my showings today. And uh, I just wanted to reach back out to see when a good time was to, to talk about your home search was. That's it. Question mark sent from my iPhone. Tell us, like, what's a little bit of the um, the psychology behind that? So, it, number one, it, it does make it look so. A, it's, it, it goes back to efficiency. 
So, it, um, and it looks like that you just took time out of your busy day to, you know, and they were top of your mind um, that you were reaching out to them basically. Right. And there, there's, I got great uh, uh, nine word emails that could go out to sellers. What gets the best response? I mean, we've been tracking this for years. Um, and I guess if you guys, I mean, I'll share one of them. Um, yeah. it, it's the best one that was open the most was what do you think your home is, is what do you think your home would sell for in this current market? Question mark. <laughs> That's it. Send it out to all your seller leads and then you will sit back. And what are we trying to do? Create a conversation. I don't care if, if they tell me, you know, to go somewhere. I don't tell me, don't ever contact me again. I'm creating that conversation. I'm eliminating those people, but then what comes out of it? Oh, I think my house would sell for 305. Great. Like, let's talk. So right. I want to create that conversation. So emails um, are down the road. I think they're third on the totem pole, but they're still there. Videos. How many times do we get a lead that does not have a cell phone number? Or it's a fake one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Oh, yeah. All the time. So what do, what do, what do we do? We try to put them on a drip campaign. Right. How about this? Grab your phone. Hey, this is Joel over at the home search site. And I noticed that, um, you know, we tried to reach out and, and the cell phone number is wrong. But I just wanted you to put a face to the name and see that I'm actually a human. You know, I'm, I'm right here in your area. Take a look at this. Um, and I just want to talk to you a little bit about your home search. We actually have a great platform that we have some information about these homes that you're not going to be able to find online. Um, but hey, you, when, you, when you get a chance, just shoot me a message back, uh, a text, give me a thumbs up or just to let me know when a good time to talk is. Love Boom. it. Send it out. And guess what? Sales is based on emotions. We all know that. And now they just saw me. And it's 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 that other you know chink in your armor that they they heard. They're seeing these houses, but now they're getting emotionally attached to me. And I'm just want to put a face in the name. That's all I want to do. And it's right. all part. Of so and and there are stats behind um, shooting video emails on dead leads. Truthfully, if anybody out there has a bucket of leads that are dead, go shoot a video email and see what we call it, shake the trees. Go shoot a video email and see what you, what what low hanging fruit is going to fall just by doing that. Here is here is the next ninja technique. If you have a bucket of leads, it's called updating my data script, and mm. you can call every lead and leave this voicemail. Hey, this is Joel over at the home search site, and I know that you uh, had signed up for a home search a while ago. Um, we haven't been able to get a hold of you. I just wanted to make sure your profile was still up to date as we move into the second half of the year. And um, I just want to make sure that you're still in the market to either purchase or to sell your home this year. If you don't mind, I'm also going to shoot you a text. Just let me know real quick, and I'll make sure your profile is updated. Perfect. That'll create That will create so much money on a bucket of leads that were never going to be touched. How cool is that? That's awesome. Yeah. Cause we have, I mean, we have thousands of leads that, you know, you try to get to, but as they, more leads come in, this would be a great way to go back to those people and try to get something going again. Yeah. And what we did is that, so we created a couple different groups in our office um, in the past and these groups, we would give them little challenges, like weekly challenges. And so what we were really successful at is, is sticking with the text. And we said, okay, grab 300 leads in your bucket and send texts out to them all week and see what happens. And it was the updating the data script. And out of 300 leads, our average was between 50 and 60 conversations that were started, good or bad. I don't care. Right. Out of 50 to 60, we, we would get on average of four to six nurtures in the future and four to six right now clients. Unbelievable. The why? Yeah, because even if they said, hey, buzz off, I'm, I don't need anything, at least you know, right? We have all these dead leads that you would like to know, is that really dead or not? So that's, yep. I love that. That's great. Yeah. And then the, the, the last communication method, like I talked about, is a social media message. You know, and it's like, you know, you could do things like we've always found it very, very positive to invite them. Invite them to your, um, you know, your, your website search or invite them to something along those lines. Something of value um, is really good. But you could also hit them with the, hey, you know what? I know this is really weird. I'm not trying to be a creep, but just, you know, the market's being so hot. I want to just reach out and make sure that you are getting all of the homes, even some of the homes that are not yet on the market. Are you seeing those? 
Nice. And something of value. And so you always want to dangle that carrot of value out there. And I gave you a few of them throwing. So those will start getting that conversation. So are you is this all set up? So if I've got a lead that comes in and in your CRM, you actually have a you have a campaign set up that basically triggers you or you, the agent to go and make these like start here and then and go to here. Yeah. So great question. So what I forgot to mention is speed of response. Yes. <clears throat> the number one. So so here here's some quick stats for everybody. Let me pull these up. Speed of response. So days to call, times to call, and speed of response. So yes, if if you are if you are and, and being realistic, okay. So say we're in a meeting, say we're in the car, say we're somewhere, we can't get to a lead within five minutes. You should have an automatic response system set up that goes out to this lead within five minutes. If yep. you don't, if you don't market attempted contact in your CRM, an automatic drip goes out to them. The best response is if your CRM will allow you to send a video to them that's already pre-recorded. Hey, this is Joe. And by the way, this is what works really good. Uh, we have our agents tape them in their car. Hey, this is Joe over at the home search site. I saw you just registered and I really want to talk to you about your home search, but I'm actually getting ready to walk in to a media show buyer for homes, but I will give you a call right when I'm done. Just wanted you to put a face to the name, show you that I'm, a, you know, I'm I am a, a real person behind this, um, and I'm going to reach out here uh, very shortly. Uh, continue to use the site; it's absolutely free, and I look forward to talking to you. How that goes out, right? And so it's that that's a mic drop right there. I got the idea from another EXP agent uh, a few years ago, and that's that's it. So that goes out within five minutes if our agents don't convert it. So that is that's a great idea. I yeah. Well, so Love so it. here, let me tell you the challenge with that. Some CRMs don't allow you to do that. So what you guys should do is somebody should be there, like if your daughter's in that position, she should be there to and have each of your agents have their videos pre-recorded and she just copy and paste it and sends it off to that 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 lead for them. Right. Through email or text or whatever, right? I mean, yeah, texting is the best way, but you're right. I mean, sometimes, like I said, the CRM platforms don't allow, but yeah, texting is a really good way. But yes, email would be the second best. Awesome. Okay. But check this out. On a lead in, in lead generation time of response, if if it goes from five minutes to 10 minutes, just an additional five minutes, it drops 400% of your, your chances of basically taking that lead to the next level. Retention drops 400% in five minutes. Wow. And it's proven. I mean, this is this is Harvard Review came up with these numbers. Yeah, that's amazing. So first five minutes, great. What you want to do, you wait. You you wait or don't set up your assessment correctly. And my mind is spinning because I know I've got all kinds of leads that aren't, that aren't being contacted that quickly. Um, and, and we got a big meeting coming up after this call to talk about that. But – Five to ten minutes after it drops by four hundred percent. Four hundred percent. Yeah, that's amazing. Yep. And so, speed of response is huge, even in this market. Why? It goes back to efficiency. Everybody has everything at their fingertips, and we're able to put, push a button and get there. And what happens when our phones are not fast? Like, let's go, let's go. Like, I just want this information. So that's what they want. Also, real quick, the best days to call are. Oh, I should have opened that up. I'm sorry. Uh, the best days to call are uh, in this order, Thursday, Wednesday, Friday, Monday, Tuesday. And the difference between a Thursday and a Tuesday is 49% difference. You will have a 49% drop-off rate on a Tuesday for some reason. Wow. Best times are always your bookends, are always beginning of the day and the end of the work day. When they're going home, 4.30 to 5.30 p.m., and then and then on their way to work. However, these this is dials. So texting, I think, works. That's why people text. They're at work. They don't want to talk to you. They can't talk to you sometimes, but they'll text right. back. Yeah, yeah. Um, so here, here are the stats of the preferred method of communication. It all, so I'm going to just blanket all age groups because I actually have a broken down into three age groups. 34 and younger, 35 to 54, and then 55 and above. But on average, all age groups, 60%, 60% six 
prefer texting as their preferred method of communication. 60. So why are we sitting here dialing when dialing is about 20%? Right. Email email's 15%. And then and then the rest is like just if you if you did the math on that, I don't know, it's like a three, two to three percent difference. People like apps and, and actually physical mail, apparently. But um here's what I know. If I'm sitting at in Vegas, the black table, and they say, if you do this, you have a 60% chance of winning. I'm doing that. My money is on the line. So why aren't anybody texting their leads and doing it again and again and again? That's amazing. What's, where did that, where do those stats come from? Just, I know that's the first uh, I, question. So, so I, I run a double your real estate platform. It's called double your real estate business. So, um, but we did that based on uh, online real estate generated leads. So, um, I will get you that information, but uh, it, it's some national company that gave all those to us. That's incredible. So, yeah. So as I look back at the first hour of my day where I spent um, you know, the hour dialing up to 50 contacts, left a bunch of voicemails, um, I would have been better just putting a text together and texting all of them on my phone. Yeah. Well, so and here's, here's the funny thing. Well, here, two things. Like if you line up your team of 20 agents and say, okay, pull out your phones and show me the last time that you text a prospect, not, not a, somebody you're already dealing with, or you've already had a, con a, a conversation with, show me potential prospects. This is what you're going to see. They'll yeah. never find them or, or they're going to be spinning through it. So when an average human being is sending hundred to 200 texts a day, why aren't you doing it to fuel your bank account? Right. Got it. so, it's like a no brainer, Joel. It's like, why, why wouldn't we do that? But we're, I'm hiring I'm, – look at all these resumes that I have. I'm hiring an ISA in-house right now. I called every one of these. I got zero pickups. I text everybody right afterwards. majority of them text me back. Isn't that funny? Same thing for yeah. everything. Well, it makes sense. I don't pick up my phone because, you know, who knows what it's going to be. It's usually somebody – I mean, that's usually somebody just cold calling me. So um, there you go. There's, that's, that's exactly why. Pay attention to those things, 60%. 60%. So there, and, and I actually thought the number was higher. I thought that was low because I actually heard uh, 70%, over 70% of people would prefer the, the, the max methods of, of texting. But this was cool because it broke out all different age groups. And even 55 and older uh, prefer texting on average 60%. So, <clears throat> but everything longevity, and I've actually heard that word longevity more in the last two months than I have my entire career. And it's really cool because it's something we all know because of what we do now is for six months on the road in, in real estate for some, some things. So imagine if you did this, imagine if you sent 20 texts a day, right? 20 texts a day. I think it's, it's pretty easy. A bucket of leads. If I open it up and I just send 20 a day right. times is a week. That's a hundred texts per week. Okay. Simple math. This isn't my son's, Five, my fifth graders, common core stuff with numbers and letters and colors. Um, so 100 texts per week times four weeks, that's 400 a month. If you send 400 texts a month, how many conversations do you think that you're going to have? And then how many conversations to appointments or good stuff is going to happen? It's a numbers game. Right. But we're not well, sending texts. Yeah. I mean, already I'm thinking, okay, that's 200. If I'd go with 60%, I don't know if that, if you can use that, but I mean, half of those people are going to text you back probably. Yep. I just want a response. Honestly, I don't, yeah. I mean, and this may sound funny. It could be a middle finger. I don't care. I just want to get a, a conversation started with you. Like, Hey, even if they sent me a middle finger, I would be like, Oh, Hey, I apologize. I'm not, looks like you're upset that I reached out. That's not, it wasn't my goal. You know, the reason for, for me reaching out was this, right? I'm still creating that conversation. Right. But, you know, and, and then and then truthfully, some of the best stuff, guys, too, is behavioral. If you send out a message that says, hey, I saw that you just looked at 123 Main Street four times. When do you want to go take a look? It's not asking them permission. Oh, so I saw you, uh, you know, you, you really you looked at that house and, you know, is that something that you guys are going to want to look at? No, you're listening to me. When do you want to go take a look at this house? Right. You know, or, and, and that's, that's super behavioral. It's almost like the, you know, big brother thing where they're like, hang on, who is this guy? Is he looking over my shoulder? But I know what they're looking at from my CRM. And we've also seen agents be successful that 
they just send out a, a message to somebody that they see very active on their site. And it says, Hey, I just had a couple cancellations happen on Saturday. Um, do you, you know, do you have any time this after, that afternoon to go take a look at homes? Love that. Yeah. <clears throat> see what that generates. Yeah. It's also, it's the, uh, um, the assumptive close, right? It's like, you're going to work with me. Let's, let's get together. Are you ready to look at that home? Um, yep. that's yeah. And, that's and so to like the, the, the conversation to what we found out is that it's your intro is probably the most powerful part of that conversation because it gains their interest. So what, what we found in our Cleveland area is what loses the interest of a buyer or a seller. It doesn't matter is when you say, this is Joel with EXP realty. Right. They, they don't they don't think that they want you until they need you. It's it's, it's here. And the, the analogy is I just went to the hardware store, Home Depot. OK, I need to go buy a lockbox for one of my agents. Well, guess what? I knew where the lockboxes were until those clowns moved where the lockboxes were. So I walk in the door. Some guy in an orange vest goes, hey, welcome. What brings you in? Can I help you? Nope. I got it. Don't worry. I zoom right past him and I'm looking and I'm like. Man, where are these? I just was here last week and they moved them. So what did I have to do? I had to tuck my tail and find that guy or somebody else. And right. I was like, hey, hey, remember me? Yeah, well, I uh, I kind of need to know where the lockbox is. He's like, oh, yeah, they're right over here. We just moved them and they did. So what happened? I didn't need them until I need them. That's what a buyer and a seller lead does is that they feel they have everything until it comes time to go look at a house or they need more information that they can't find online. They need me. So the intro is the best thing. So how do you still be honest by not saying you're a real estate agent? It depends on where their lead came from. If it's a home search site, if it's Zillow, if it's realtor.com, announce yourself at that. Hey, this is Joel over at the home search site. I'm actually the premier agent in the area. And my referral team gave me your information and told me that you're looking at some homes in the Strongsville area. That's huge. Bring the big dog to the fight. Hey, this is Joel over at Zillow, and my referral team gave me your information. I'm actually the premier agent in the area, and so we're not lying. And I'm not even trying to, like, like outskirt and walk that fine line. It's being true. I'm conforming to what they want to hear. And then <clears throat> I always want to hit them with the follow-up question. Okay, the follow-up question, the three best responses is the follow-up question that we're getting is – are you only, I see you're looking at homes in Strongsville. Are you only looking in Strongsville or are you looking in the surrounding areas as well? Okay. Are you looking for single family homes or for condos? And are you looking for yourself? Or are you looking for a family member? Because what happens when we, when we get that intro, it's Joel walking into the home improvement store. No, 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 no. We're just looking, Rob. I'm just looking, man. And then, right. then that's a brick wall. That's that's a that's a like a hand in the face. You're not going any farther in the conversation. We need to be able to, to get around that. So if I can jump the gun and ask a question, that's great. But then how do we get through those objections? How do we get through those brick wall statements? And right. truthfully, the best way is called ARP, acknowledge, respond, pivot. You want to acknowledge their 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 brick wall. You want to respond to it and then pivot. So if they're saying we're just looking, I'm acknowledging, oh, you're just looking? Well, that's no problem at all because my website is actually drawn from the MLS and it's absolutely free and it's updated unlike Zillow or Realtor.com. So let me ask you this, are you looking at Strongsville, are you looking at the surrounding areas as well? Now I'm pivoting around the question, not with information about me or what I'm going to do for them, information about them. I want to know more about them. Yeah. And that's how you can get away, get around every single brick wall or objection they throw at you. Oh, we just want to know the price. Oh, you just want to know the price? That's great. Well, I figured you'd have some specific questions about that. I'm going to, uh, you know, pull this up right now. But while I'm doing that, um, you know, what's causing you to look in Strongsville right now? You know, that kind of stuff. Acknowledge, respond, pivot. I, I like that. I wrote that down. I've, I've written down a lot of stuff, Joel. Wow. This might be one of the most uh, – Pages of notes I've had. This is awesome. Um, I love it. All right. Okay. We're, uh, I'm looking at time. I want to be uh, acknowledge your time here. What else do we need to make sure that we nail down? Because I can already see we're going to have to do a follow-up to this where we can share some more information if we can do that because this is great stuff. Right. No, absolutely. Here, it, what it boils down is this, and this is going to be the obvious, but 
the the hack, the real estate hack is 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 hard work. It's effort, right? And that's and that's what it boils down to. So be proactive versus reactive. Because all agents, and I, and I say that loosely, and I apologize if I offend anybody, majority of agents are getting rewarded for bad behavior. They're mm-hmm. busy. Congratulations. But what happens when the market does kind of do a little correction? Yeah. Uh, and we're not being proactive about our business. And the analogy that I loved, and somebody else brought this up and I stole it, was you know they, they put up on the screen a life vest and a life ring. And they go, so let's go boating. I'm going on a boat with Rob. And what am I going to do? You know, Rob, Rob, I get to the boat and it's and it's it's a little sketchy, right? I don't know if Rob put the boat plug in or whatever, you know, and this is Rob's first boat he's ever had. So what I, I'm probably going to be proactive and put a life vest on in case something were to go wrong. As opposed to that boat goes down, someone's got to throw me a life ring and that's being reactive. So think about that in your business. Like why, why aren't we going to pick up and be proactive if, if you're putting yourself on the line and your money on the line and you're doing lead generation, why wouldn't we try to convert those at the highest level possible and then have fun doing it? Because it's all got to be a game. Um, it's just hard for us to, you know, our confidence, you know, is, is a big portion of that. But be proactive in your business and put yourself out there because perseverance wins. If, if you do anything as a human enough times, you will get better at it. I don't care if it's if, if it, you're shooting half court shots. You know, on a basketball court, if you give me 100 basketballs, I guarantee you I'm going to make one, right? Which goes back to the math I did about the texts. So give me 100, I'll probably make one. Then let me do it again and again every single day. And then I might make two or three. I'm never going to make them all, but I'm going for a percentage and trying to increase my percentage, but I won't work until I practice. And, and you know, that's why role play is such a big thing and warming up on your scripts. Yeah. And I, I would um, just my own experience is not enough is put into that. Not enough people are practicing and, and really and people resist scripts, I think. And, you know, scripts just make they improve your they improve your performance when you're talking to somebody. Right. And they have better they, better outcomes and better results when we know what to say. We got to understand what a script is. Right. I, I was the guy who gave pushback. I used to fake my calls all the time. Because, you know, I didn't understand what a script was. And the script is – a lot of people think that, oh, you know, I sound like a robot. I don't like it. That's not my personality. No, it's just – it's there to ground you because a script is a straight line, right? It's, it's a it's – a, I always say it's a, it's a telephone and a money bag, right? The goal is to ring, ring, get down the line as fast as possible or as efficient, getting all the information you need, and then the money bag, the appointments at the end. But what does the conversation do? It's talking up here, and then the script brings you back down, and it moves you along. And then you're down here talking about family and this and that. And then the script brings you back. It's just a grounding point. It's the yes. foundation. Everything else is wide open. But you said it best. If you're not practicing, I mean, like, look at, look at a professional golfer. Look at Tiger Woods. You know, when he was playing on Thursday after his first tournament round, he, he doesn't go to the bar. Okay. He goes and drops 200 balls at the driving range and tweaks and practices like he's going to play and warms up and practices his scripts and then it warms up for the next day. And then the same thing happens. And so that's what we have to do. Practice like you play. Yeah. Oh man, this is, uh, this is awesome stuff. Would you come back on at some point so we can talk further? Of course, because next time we got to talk about some increasing listing inventory and getting those leads. Oh my, okay. Well, that's going to have to be sooner than later. Um, yep. We're running out of time here, but I'm just looking back at, again, I've got, I've got pages of notes here, man. And like just the, the five methods of, of uh, reaching out to people, contact points. We know like the aha was 60% for text. That's huge. Um, uh, you know, making sure that uh, just preferred methods of contact. That's a, that's a big deal. Right. And then some of these uh, nine word emails, Leaving how to leave a voicemail. My whole team's gonna make sure I'm gonna make sure they all hear this uh, recording. And I think that people that are out there are gonna want to come back and listen to it multiple times because what you're talking about is super important to increase your um, return on investment. If you're if you're buying leads, if you're investing in these CRM programs, and you're not doing this, um, yeah, you, you might as well be throwing dollar bills in the trash. So. Yeah. This is great stuff, and I love it. You know, you are a uh, you are not a kung fu sensei. You are a UFC coach. 
right? You're teaching how people how to do it from all different angles and, and really go in there and be able to um, not pull any punches. Um, it's fantastic. Multiple ways of making sure that you um, can increase your lead conversion. Awesome stuff. Um, where can people find you? Oh man, you can obviously look me up on social media. My my access to my calendar is coachwithjoel.com. Um, but yeah, shoot me a message on Facebook. And I always tell people nothing's off limits. I, I try to keep it all about them. And you know what the most important thing is, is them, where they're looking to take their business, you know, and, and talk about that and, you know, focus on their strengths because their strengths are not everybody else, else's strengths. Right. I love that. Yeah. And, and that's yeah another whole part of a, the early part of our conversation, just how you run your team. And, and, you know, that's a, you're a, a, a true leader knows, um, you know, is, is willing to go meet people where they're at yeah. and, and bring them along. And that's, that's what, obviously what you're doing. It's uh, evidenced by what you've told us today and, and your willingness to jump on this call. So, you know, thank you very much, Joel. Really appreciate your time. I can't wait to have Brianna reach out and set up another one of these. And I, I know your, your time is valuable. So thank you. I'll make sure you get a recording of this. And um, this is, this has been awesome. No, man. Thank you guys very much. And yeah, absolutely. Send that right over. I will absolutely be back on it. I love what you're doing and keep it up. Awesome. Thank you. All right. Well, thanks everybody for joining us uh, this week on Real Estate Life. And uh, you can uh, you can find us. I always have to look at all my handles here. Let's see. Uh, on Instagram, it's at Rob Edgerly. Facebook, it's Rob uh, Real Estate Life with Rob Edgerly. And you can also look at robedgerly.com. That's L-E-Y at the end uh, to find our links to everything else. Thanks for being here. And we look forward to seeing you all next time.